Hello there everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. So, the last time we filmed a podcast, or recorded even, uh, it was all about pageant con, and pageant con has been and gone now, um, which it was amazing. We had so many different speakers, we had to speak about those different subjects, and we raised £300 this time round, bringing the total for the whole of PageantCon for the last two times £700 for Mind UK. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so, so much. Um, it means the world. My fundraising has come to £1,169 uh, for Mind UK. And so, yes, a blessing. This money is going to help so, so much. Um, so... Super excited about that, but today I'm recording this at night time. You might hear my daughter snoring, uh, but I was like, I've not recorded any podcasts for for a few weeks. But I'll say that a couple of weeks. Um, so let's get into a subject that we are talking about a lot, and especially as this month is Pride Month, so. This topic I'm going to be talking about is using your pageant voice, um, not just of your platform, but speaking up, speaking up for important issues and kind of thinking of how, how you may respond, like some of the things you may be thinking about, um, worried about, we're going to talk about why it's not to worry. Okay, so... First of all, yes, we are going into Pride Month and you're going to see a lot of rainbows everywhere, but we have to remember that Pride is 365 days in a year, seven days a week. So it's more about making the impact past just posting a rainbow picture. It's about creating that conversation. I'm super excited because I've taken part in Lauren Parkinson's um, hashtag pageant pride campaign so many girls will be publishing these photos so this is where a campaign like this is done right because rather than you just posting a photo of you with a rainbow or something like that this is going to make an impact because everyone will upload on the same day it will get people talking it will get people questioning it will get people asking why is everyone doing this well this is the reason and creating the conversation about pride, about the issues that people of the LGBTQA plus communities still come up with today. Of course, here in the UK, there is a lot more acceptance. However, there is still so many statistics, um, especially, for example, the trans woman demographic here in the UK. There was actually a case where a woman seeked refuge in Canada because of the abuse she got for being a trans woman. Um, So there's still so much to do here. And this is why we have pride. We have pride because not only is it a celebration of how far we have come to celebrate love is love and celebrate all genders, um... It also, there's so much work and legislation that's still absolutely shocking. So it comes to a point where you look at 
what you're doing with your title and it's is this enough for what I'm doing like me posting a picture is is that enough the same with these awareness campaigns as well you have to ask yourself the question am I doing enough if you're just posting a picture wearing red or wearing purple but you've not actually put any information into the posts you've just said you're wearing um I'm not talking about like a story share on Instagram Instagram you're not going to put too much of a story sometimes you might put little bits and bobs but for example on Instagram post on a Facebook post what quality of information are you providing the viewers who are looking at your page um have you made a donation to said charity even if it's a couple of pounds every little counts and then there's more meaning behind that picture rather than you just taking the picture and I I highly encourage awareness posts like this because you learn so so much and also by you taking a picture then someone else sees that and they join in with that color and then that's how these things happen um and this is how using your voice to raise more awareness about different conditions and different awareness campaigns does help to have in the slash does help but let's get into the difference where a lot of people are a bit reserved or a bit shy and don't want to talk about some issues because they might think it's controversial um and there's nothing controversial about human rights at all if you are a pageant queen you know the saying of world peace it (laughs) although we laugh about it and it was a joke and everyone says world peace and everything like that but that's what we do we want a tolerant world we want acceptance we want wrongs to be made right and using that sash that you wear make a statement with it talk about issues social issues that might be happening we talk a lot about homelessness and period poverty and um you know we also need to talk about things like racism um people who are transphobic you know people who are homophobic biphobic people who are well there's so many things currently that's going on in the world it's speaking up, for example, in America with abortion laws. Um, and currently, obviously, with Palestine. And it's just there's so much that we can use our voice to air these issues. And when it comes to it, you have to also make an educated point. So sharing compassion... you. You don't need to be educated to share compassion, especially if you look at what happened with everything with Black Lives Matter. Um, of course, there was a surge of it because of what happened, sadly, over a year ago. But many, many things have been happening before that. Black Lives Matter is not a new movement. It's been going for many, many years. And so it's educating ourselves to then give further statistics to help ourselves, to educate ourselves on maybe the language that we use, the same with LGBTQA+, you'll see a lot of people have their pronouns in their bio, and 
there are some people that say, why do you need to have your pronouns when you are most obviously a female? And it's not because we think that people don't think that. It's because it makes it feel safer for people who aren't comfortable sharing their pronouns or aren't comfortable being their true self to see these these girls, these people are sharing their pronouns. I can share mine, you know, I can speak freely about this and that is why pageantry should be such a safe place for people to come out, whether they come out as gay, whether they come out as trans or non-binary, um, however they see fit. Um, it, yeah, so we do things like that. It's not just to serve ourselves, but it's to serve others. Now, of course, there will be people with political views, but let's not mix political with social issues and human rights, human lives that are happening. For example, there's always the age-old issue of when people ask about trans women in pageantry and in sports in general. In sports, they say they have an advantage and they also say that for a woman, a trans woman competing in a pageant, she has an advantage because, you know, she's had cosmetic work done. She has that advantage, that natural advantage there. However, there are a lot of female in pageantry that have had cosmetic work done. Um, You know, it is a beauty industry. There are people who have had lip fillers and Botox and boob jobs and all sorts of cosmetic procedures. And that's not an advantage at all. That's, you have to be really careful with this because there will be some pageants that don't allow this or allow you to promote about it. You may have had it, but they won't let you promote about it. That's why you always read the rules of your pageant before you commit. Um, But (laughs) that's someone wanting to feel comfortable within their own body, which is why they have these procedures. When we promote body positivity, we must promote body positivity for all. So it's not just for curvier women or feeling a little bit more comfortable with your lumps and bumps, no. It's for people who may struggle with their body confidence for all shapes, all sizes. If that's what they need to do in order to feel more confident about themselves, that comes under body positivity. But that, that is a whole ball game within itself. But going back to that, the whole issue with that, we should be speaking up to say, no, these are trans women are women. So they should be on the same level competing. Looking at the rules, this is why as pageant queens we challenge these rules, we challenge these biases and look into these, um, look into the rules and look into pageants that aren't accepting these women. Look into pageants that aren't accepting women who are married to another woman that is still a marriage and... You know, we obviously use the word gay marriage, but for me, it's a marriage. They are married to each other. There doesn't need to be a separation because it's exactly the same. Exactly the same partnership. Doesn't matter who you are marrying, what gender they are. You are still signing a legal contract to be 
partnered with that person for life, unless, of course, divorce happens. Um, because <laughs> it does happen, guys. It does happen. Um, <clears throat> but yes, so looking at these, challenging these rules, and this is why speaking up is so important. And don't be afraid to speak up, um, because you using your voice, you may feel like only you are saying about this, but there are other people watching and learning and getting the confidence to follow suit. The same with your campaigns that you start, with petitions that you start, they have to gain momentum. The same as they say, the saying of, you know, one small ripple can create the biggest wave. That's what you're doing with this, using your voice to stick up. And we had this really good discussion last year. If you check out on the um, Sparks and Rhinestones interviews, we talked about uh, speaking out. Um, and it was, I think, maybe the end of May, June is when we released it. So it's been about a year now. And we were discussing things. Um, it was myself, uh, Zara, Felicia and Nima. And we were talking about um, the troubles that um, people of colour face at pageantry because it's in in this world increasing world we've seen a lot more black winners which is amazing and for people to see that representation but we need more and of course we don't we can't have more if there aren't as many girls entering um so the one of the things that was brought up was makeup and hair artists um you know, and especially I I know myself, I've seen Georgia bring, my best friend Georgia bring um, makeup to own shoots, things like that have happened because the makeup artist simply doesn't know how to do makeup for for black skin um, or hair. They don't know how to do afro hair. Um, and this needs to change. And this is using your voice, talking about these, discussing these, you know, to get more makeup artists we have some incredible makeup and hair artists that do know what they're doing um but there needs to be more readily readily available um so it's not it's not stress when a pageant girl enters and they can't find someone to suit them um because that is indirect discrimination by not having that readily available um to your finalists to your contestants but there's an example of speaking up using times of interviews using your own social media platforms using that to use your voice to speak about those issues so others can be more aware I wouldn't have thought of half the things that people face if they've not said and told me about them and that's taken me to then go to educate to maybe not spend my money at somewhere and take it somewhere else to use businesses that are less problematic so if you kind of get where all this podcast is going don't be afraid of speaking out because a pageant cannot penalize you the only time it can penalize you if you're being very aggressive on social media if you're using curse words if you're making another group of people feel alienated and i say this in the nicest terms people alienated not the racists and, you know, closet homophobics and 
all of those people that say that they are something and they're not, if they are offended because they're not going to your narrative, then, but if you're discluding a whole group of people, for example, this is where politics come into pageantry, which gets very messy, um, you know, if you team conservatives versus Labour, and it goes on policies, and then you just start discussing and just insulting someone's intelligence, or, you know, telling people about conspiracy theories, or just denying straight up that there is a problem here in the UK, um, you know, we have to admit to ourselves that there are many issues here in the UK, and in the whole world in general, but we, Padgett Girls, we have a platform, we have a platform to educate others who may not know about it, and we can learn from each other, and that's why, as I said, a system cannot penalise you for this. If the system does, then it's not the right system for you. You should never suppress yourself to fit in with someone else's morals at all. You are your own person. You're all adults, unless, of course, you're in the teens, you know, but you still have your own mind, your own opinions. And you should never be suppressing them just to fit in to a pageant system, is the crown really worth it? Is the crown really worth going on all your issues, like, all your beliefs, just because you want to be a queen for a year? And it will turn out to be the worst year of your life, because you'll hear these things, you'll have to represent a system that denies, you know, it's like... (laughs) A system that denies climate change, and we all know that's happening, you know. And you'd speak so, so much about climate change, and then suddenly you're forced to not speak about it for a year. Think of it in that way. But yes, your title is not just to be pretty and go to events and do things like that. Think about what you want to be as a pageant queen. Do you want to be that role model, that inspiration? If you do, then you have a responsibility to educate the people who follow your page, not just on your own personal platform, and there are many people that have so many amazing platforms of charities and awarenesses and, you know, things that have happened to them, but also use your platform as a pageant queen to educate about things that are happening right now in the world, how we can help them, whether it's as simple as a charity that helps rebuild, um, a petition to sign a protest we can go to honestly so much that we can do even if even if it's just from sitting in our living rooms or bedrooms or you know wherever we are still with this covid um <clears throat> the countdown is 21 days but i assume it will be delayed but who knows what's going to happen as long as pageants are up by july i'll be happy um but to conclude with this, if you are afraid of speaking up, um, maybe you just don't feel educated enough, ask your friends who have been speaking up. Um, but just remember that sometimes speaking about issues, especially when it comes down to something that's affecting them every single day, it can make someone tired. It, it, you know, it's mentally draining. They might check out. So don't force it on that person. They have to tell you that. You know, Google is free. There are many books, many news stations to do the research yourself. So if someone can't provide you with that, do the research yourself. You know, your friends are there to help you, but ultimately you have your own mind. You can do this. Um, but yes, um, 
educate yourself if you feel unsure. Never be afraid to speak out because you think it might lose you the title. That is not the case here in the UK. I'm not too sure about international things, but I've, I am a queen that's very outspoken. And I may have had discussions with my directors about things, but I word it in a way on my Facebook and my socials that it's not going to come across as aggressive, like it has to be said. Um, I'm very open and transparent and that's something I always want to be, not just as a pageant queen, but as a pageant coach, as someone involved within pageantry and just beyond, beyond pageants in itself. You know, I have many discussions with so many different people about things. I love these interesting discussions and debates. And it's opening your mind to be changed about certain things as well. Being ready to adapt and change and go, oh, I didn't see it from that point of view. Because you can't argue with a brick wall. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cutting your losses and, and moving on to something more worthwhile of your energy and your time. But... As I stated, if a pageant discriminates and you lose points because you stood up for a, a social issue, then that's not the pageant system for you. And use your voice to speak up about that. Although sometimes you can't prove these things. Um, but you know that that system was not the right system for you. Honestly, not the right system. So use your, use your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikToks anywhere, Twitter, if you're on Twitter, um, to educate us more, share these facts, share these videos, share the infographics, talk about it on special days, talk about every day, you know, pride, I want to learn so much more about pride itself, about the different statistics, about, I've actually been educating myself when I've recorded videos all about the pride flags of, um, of pride because I see so many amazing different pride flags on the parades I'm so gutted I'm missing out this year I'm absolutely gutted but we move and (laughs) yes learning all about the different flags and what they mean and the different term terminology of different genders and different sexual orientations you know this is the month to do that. I absolutely, I'm one of those people that love learning and that's what I did with May. I did the A to Z of mental health last year for Women's, uh, for Women's um, History Month. Every day I shared someone, um, someone, a woman who had um, impacted history in an incredible way. Um, and I did something like, it wasn't just me sharing posts. I did like a makeup look for them. Um, and I say makeup for it to look very loosely. Um, it was something on my cheek, like a symbol to represent um, each different woman. The makeup was not good. It never is good with me. I'm so awful. <laughs> I'm very, very old now. <laughs> um, but yeah, think outside the box. Let people learn. And if you are a person who wants to just share this stuff, then share it. Or share others. If you feel like you can't say anything, share someone else's post. Use that reach. Use the power of social media to get these messages across. Educate yourself. Ask others. Um, but don't be afraid. Remember that if there is something bad that was happening to you, you would like others to know about it, to be disgusted by it, and to talk about it and be in your corner and champion you. 
So this is how you have to think of everything else. So pageantry is one of those places where we should feel safe and we should feel safe loving who we love, being who we want to be and the shared experiences that we have and using our voice collectively to make a difference. And it sounds very cheesy, I know, but through different posts on social media, you would be surprised of how much impact that's had on not just pageant people, but everyday people through us bringing that. So although some people say that these campaigns are not needed, that awareness posts are not needed, you don't know who is looking at your page that is not linked in pageantry and needed to read some of these words, whether it's a condition that then took them to the doctors and they got diagnosed with that condition, or whether it's something that's happened to them and they know that they're not alone in this. So speak up, whether it's lives, Facebook posts, videos, interviews, media, anywhere that you can, use your sash for what it's meant to be used for. Yes, it is just a sash to some, but to others, it is that higher, I want to say that higher power as such, because I don't want to offend anyone um, religious, but when you put that sash on, it elevates your voice, it gives you that microphone, it gives you, you know, the megaphone to shout out all these issues of what's wrong and how you can help and or getting others to help, recruiting people to, you know, to be on the side of justice, Wonder Woman style. <laughs> Probably has no interlink either, I just really love Wonder Woman. Um, but yes, I hope this episode has given you a bit more, I try to say it, a bit more courage to, to speak up and to join in more things. Honestly, don't ever feel, I remember training someone, they said that this was their platform, want it to be their platform is like it's not the pageant norm though I don't really want to talk about this injustice and I was like honestly no like that's what pageant platforms are for they're for that they're for talking about things that don't get talked about that much and obviously there are some that do get talked about loads um there was on clubhouse there was a big discussion about um what pageants can do and you know be more transparent and one thing I want to talk about more is obviously Black Lives Matter, LGBTQA plus and mental health. Now I find that mental health is spoken about a lot in pageantry because it's a massive like loads of people have mental health as their platform. But there's always room for more. Always room for more to talk about mental health. There's so much room more to talk about LGBTQA plus rights and and BNM and and all of the stuff that's happening. So don't be shy. Don't be shy, all girls. Using the right terminology, queens, because queens can be anyone. Um, oh, you know, stereotypically they would be a girl, but you know, we call everyone queens when they have a queen attitude. So yes, don't be afraid. Use your voice. Educate yourself. If a pageant doesn't accept you because of the beliefs that you have, that pageant is not the right one for you. Don't lose your morals trying to be a queen that you aren't. Um, but please speak out. There's going to be so much this month about Pride and loads of different conversations. And we've had the conversation about speaking out um, with Lauren and Emma and they did a discussion 
within pageant con but there's still so many different issues to keep speaking and it's keeping that conversation going don't let it stop with you keep it going um but thank you so much for listening um it's been a crazy month (laughs) um so right now for june of course as i said i want to make a bit more of an impact with how i promote pride and one decision i decided for um the month of june for sparkles and rhinestones is that every single session that we do so every single session that's bought so our single sessions are 40 minutes and they are 15 pound five pound of that will go to switchboard now switchboard is an lgbtqa plus charity that helps with mental health and helps um the community with how they're feeling and it gives them that line to talk to about issues like this um so that's what we are donating and also if you are listening we still do have um badges as well pride pin badges that you can pin on your sash they are two pound plus one pound postage and packaging but thank you so much for listening have an amazing pride month people keep speaking out i can't wait to see all your posts and just learn so much more um so watch out for everyone else's as well keep conversation going and keep on sparkling